feast high hello podcast listeners it's wildcat minute where we talk about minute (laughs) 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 it's a wildcat minute where we talk about high school musical three senior year one minute at a time i'm condra and i'm tyler and today we're talking about minute 36 of high school musical three senior year Minute 36 starts out with Troy and Chad running around a volleyball player and ends with Troy and Chad laughing. They, they, they're they pretty much laughing throughout this whole minute, but... But there's some, like, especially powerful some, laughter. Some hysterical laughter. Yeah. So, well, we're in the gym still. We get another 60 seconds of enduring this, this nightmare of a character development for our, our two lovable boys... Yeah, who are scamps, but not cruel, until now. I mean, in the first movie, Chad was a bit misogynistic. Yeah, he was misogynistic and harsh, but, but most, not... But in the sense that he was, like, possessive of Troy. Yeah. And it was, like, it, you could tell it was, like, personal, like... Yeah. He was He was lashing out because... He didn't want to lose his best friend. His friend, his friend was interested in a girl, and that he was classic jealous. Classic high school drama issue where friends and partners are tenuous. We had the "Stick to the Status Quo" song, which was like about like judging people for having interests outside of their like prescribed appearance status quo deal, but. That was about, like, social pressure and peer pressure, not, like... Yeah, this is just... This is bullying. It's pranks. Like, it's... It's hazing, too. It's hazing, absolutely. Yeah, it's... It's so unlike them. It's not about, like... The first movie is about, like, you know, high school can be, like, intense. Like, kids can be judgy, and you have to find where you fit in the world. And this this isn't a commentary on, like... In, you were in high school and like there were mean people and they picked on you because it's like clearly above and beyond what someone would do. And it's like in Greece when they like they like moon the TV screen. You're like, that's a funny bit. And like probably not what people I don't know. I guess in, in Greece it makes sense because it's like it's raunchy and like silly, but it's not like hurting anyone. Yeah, there's no harm to it. I'm. I just had like a flash of memory and I'm pretty sure it was Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide where th- someone uh, hoists some underwear onto the flagpole. That sounds like something. Yeah. Most, and most like kids shows, you don't have like a kid running around in their tidy whities Like, Yeah, no, because that's inappropriate. Or like like in holes, Shia LaBeouf like changes into his jumpsuit and there's like five seconds where he's like falling down in his underwear and you're like, this is an embarrassing scene, but it's like about the anxiety of yeah. being a kid that age and like being sort of gangly limbs. Yeah. And Troy and Chad are just being mean. They're like, yeah, let's take advantage of, of this power dynamic and torment this young upstarter who, yeah, is annoying, <laughs> but, like, is also a teammate. The, the the version of this prank that you'd usually get 
and again, it's usually in something like that 70s show or like something that's like about teens, but meant for older audiences is like if someone goes skinny dipping and then you steal their clothes yeah. while they're skinny dipping. And that's almost like a sort of karmic, like you did something that was a little naughty and, and then you, you reaped what you sowed. Like, yeah, Yort and Donnie were just showering. <laughs> yeah. At school. Yeah. This is supposed to be a safe place. And Troy and Chad really violated that. I think what gets me the most is realizing that Donnie and Yort are running around in bare feet. Yeah, they're like bare slappy feet. That's like, uh, it's like you can, I <laughs> can feel that viscerally. <laughs> it's a bad noise. And they begin to run through situations where it is dangerous to well, be for running. For one thing, they're in the gymnasium. And the gymnasium is already like, you do not want that floor wet. No. And also, that's gross. <laughs> okay, so while they're in the gymnasium, they're they're running around the the one tall bat, the volleyball girl, and it seems unlikely that like they just kind of run there and stand still for a little bit, and then they run in the other direction. Like they're 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 almost giving them a chance to catch them. And specifically, what happens is Troy starts swinging around one of the piece of clothing, and then he drops it, and then he has to go run and get it. During which time, the actor who plays Donnie, who knows he's not supposed to get the clothes, he's just supposed to chase Troy, is just standing there because this was not scripted. So he's like, this is an opportunity where I could actually be getting Troy, but I can't because that's not what I'm supposed to do in this scene. So it really makes it awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, like, everyone is just standing around them and... It's like, yeah, maybe they were trying not to slip on the floor with their wet feet, but, like, that would have been worse, I think, if Donnie would have been like, oh, I'm going to try and make a quick change here and then slides and face plants. Yeah, I guess the thing that Yort and Donnie have to deal with is they have to hold their towel together, so they have to, like, be careful while they're running. Yeah. And that inherently slows them down. But one of the coaches there should have just like walked in and grabbed Chad by the shoulders and been like, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Troy and Chad get separated by the net at one point, too. And Troy tosses something over the net to Chad. Yeah. It's weird that they chose this tape because of the whole thing where he dropped the shirt. Yeah. But I guess they they didn't want to like do this scene more than once or twice probably. So. Yeah. Like and they they're like we made the shot over the net. No one's going to notice Troy dropping the thing. It's all happening so fast. Like look this that take is good enough. It's fine. Little did they know. <laughs> that, 15 years later, that, a movie's by two mid 20 year olds would be analyzing this movie with way too much time on their hands. Indeed. So they run out of the gym with Donnie and Yort trailing down the hall towards the outside. The 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 refrain, this isn't funny, guys, is said. and Many times. And yes, you're right. It's, it's not. not. I think, I mean, the real problem is that they shouldn't have chased them in the first place. Yeah. They should have they... just stayed in the locker room and, and like said, hey, Coach Bolton, like, they just stole our clothes. And Coach yeah. Bolton would be like, here's a pair of shorts and a shirt. Go to class. Mm-hmm. And then I'll talk to Chad and Troy. Like, that's the salute. Like, you're giving Troy and Chad what they want by chasing them. Yeah. You're feeding into the bully mentality. Yeah. So 
they run down the hall and seemingly go outside, then to run through the car garage. Yeah, the auto shop. Which we actually pan down to a shot of Johnny running barefoot through the garage. Like, we see feet slapping. (laughs) And I'm just thinking, dear God, one, this looks like the cleanest auto shop floor I have ever seen. And that poor child is barefoot and could seriously get hurt if anything were to be on the floor in this auto shop. Like, that is a huge safety concern. Well, I mean, I feel like most auto shops do keep the floors clean because of the safety risks. But, like, they still have to wear thick-soled shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wear things protective, but, like, there's there's not just, like, wrenches and oil on the floor. Like, they, they run a tight ship, but you're right. It's like, this is... Clearly not the environment to be chasing through. The In the first movie, when Troy, like, snuck through here as a shortcut, it was like, okay, like, this is probably, like, a little-used path because no one really goes into the auto shop unless they're there for class. It's not just, like, an open space that people are constantly running through because that's obviously dangerous. But here we are again. And there's actually a lot of people in the shop this time. There's like yeah. three or four cars being worked on. and It's a much wider shot that we get. We get a, a bigger sense of the, the scale of the room. Yeah. And they're actually working on like an old, like a classic oh, yeah. car, which is <laughs> There's like an cool. old antique car. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that like, there? <laughs> yeah. Why is that there? How did they get it? Well, how did I get here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then we cut scene again to Ryan. The theater. Ryan counting in the theater. Yeah, Ryan <laughs> is leading this. I like what Sharpay calls it, so I'm going to just call it Fosse Yoga. Yeah. I think she says Yoga Fosse, but yes. Yeah. And so they're just doing like arm reaches to assert like Ryan's counting basically to get the ensemble One, on two, beat. One, two, three, four. Two, two, three, four. Keep going. Like yeah, he just yeah. he's just doing the count. Yeah, he, I think he's trying to like get them in sync, kind of thing. And mm, he should get them Backstreet Boys. What about One Direction? He should get them ninety-eight degrees. He should get them New Kids on the Block. Um, I, I'm out of boy bands. I know Spice Girls, but that's a that's a girl band. Big Rush. Big Time Rush. Big Time Rush. There we go. <laughs> big Rush. It's like the band Rush, but it's bigger. <laughs> I so I I won because I was able to come up with one more answer. <laughs> do they do? They... <laughs> Got it wrong. <laughs> so the spelling bee. So the spelling bee. Like, oh, he got it wrong, and then she also got it wrong, but she got it closer, so she she wins. You know what? I deserve it. <laughs> no big I, rush. Do they sing Big Tom Sawyer? <laughs> big the trees. It just kind of sounds like the Wiggles too, like putting big in front of anything, being the Wiggles, like big red car. <laughs> the big so, wiggles the big w- <laughs> I guess the wiggles is a boy band yeah but are children's bands different than boy bands 
I don't know. I think this is my hot take. The Wiggles is a boy. Well, now there's a girl in the group. Yeah, there is. The so, yellow Wiggle is a girl now. <laughs> they, 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 the, the woke left ruined the Wiggles. <laughs> Back in my day, only men were Wiggles. <laughs> no, because Dorothy the Dinosaur was in the band, kind of. Uh, anyway. Anyway, Ryan is is working with the ensemble to just like do some flowy movements. I think I think it kind of makes sense. Like I don't get why it's but at very the same slow. Time, it's super slow, but I think it's interesting to see how Ryan is taking on a large group of people that have never danced before, and that is obvious. That they've not all of them have danced before because Jason is in the crowd. Jason is majorly screwing it up in a way that seems like really hard when he could just like look or like everyone's doing something with one arm and he's doing something with two arms, which is obviously wrong. But he's like he's kind of like when little kids know the dance routine, but they're a couple steps ahead. Possibly, yeah. And that because that he starts to do early what everyone does in like one of the next counts so good true he could have been in the wrong spot in the song so either ryan is having them do this slow because they're like they're doing like a breakdown of the jazz like of the jazz fossey style dancing of like this time it's going to be like slow and very like particular but i don't that doesn't seem likely. It seems more like what he's doing is like, we're going to do this slow the first time. You're going to practice the precision of your movement, almost like a mime. Like your yeah. hand is going to do this. And then your arm, like you're going to feel every single movement of your muscle has yeah. purpose. This is how far you should extend. And this is the way everyone needs to position. So it all looks in sync. And I I like that Sharpay is just sitting on a piano kind of doing it. Like she's on the phone. She's on the phone, sitting on the piano. She's doing the arm movement with Ryan, complaining to the person on the phone, whom we we don't know the identity of. We don't of. know. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of like. Could be like. one of the Sharpettes. Could be her mom, maybe. Maybe her mom and her have, Finally have come to an agreement. Finally fix relationship, yeah. <laughs> um, she's saying, I don't know, but it's stressing me out. And and then Ryan's doing this whole yoga Fosse thing, but she's doing she, it. Still. She's doing yeah. the one arm. She, she says, she's like, I feel like I need to breathe. Like, <laughs> and then she's, she's practicing the good mental health techniques. <laughs> yeah. I, I just get such a kick that, like, Sharpay looks annoyed and kind of rolls her eyes, but is still doing it, which is honestly, like, kind of a nice step for Sharpay. We've not really seen her be that supportive of Ryan's stuff. I think what she's doing is she's doing the bare minimum. She's like, yeah, I could learn this choreography in my sleep, so I'm yeah. just going to, like, go through the motions, and then when show day comes, I'll have it mastered because I'm Sharpay and I'm great at everything. Yeah. She's got a, a necklace on. Yeah. She's wearing this, like, leopard print, like... Yeah, dress. Like, yeah, it's like animal print dress with, it's like a brown gold color with the black spots, obviously. And then she's got this big gold necklace with letters on it. It says starlet, which is, like... Weird? That's a word, I guess. Not really a word we use in the modern context, really. 
but if she's going for like an old timey, like sixties vibe, which yeah. she was going for the hairdo in the previous song that she was singing. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting look for her. Um, her clothes have gotten like tighter. I feel like in this movie, I don't yeah. know. They were Some already pretty different... tight in the previous movie. Yeah, but she had layers in the previous... Well, uh, yeah, I guess this it's High School Musical 2 with the bathing suits and everything. But, like, definitely her senior year look is different than her junior year look. This is true. Sharpay has layers. Shrek has layers. Shrek has Crocs. <laughs> I feel like all... Sharpay cr- wouldn't wear Crocs, but... She would wear bedazzled Crocs. Yeah, I guess all Crocs. If you could get if you get any Croc in a pastel color, that's a Sharpay Croc. So, their peace and pra- we see Darbus drinking a cup of tea. Precisely her cup of tea. And suddenly, the peace is broken by hysterical laughter. As and Troy who and Chad barge into the room, <laughs> run into the room. So they go from. But the weird thing is, so we've seen Troy take this route before where he goes from the garage to the back of the theater. But he went in the other door last time, the side door where the camel is. And this time he's going like near that garage door that we saw earlier. I have no interest in breaking down the geography of this fictional school, Condra. Thanks, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they run in. Yort and Donnie are behind them. They suddenly and... realize that they're in a big crowd of people and get all embarrassed as if yeah. they weren't already running naked outside 30 seconds ago. Yeah, their choice to stop. Like, Troy and Chad get to the edge of the stage and they stop. I guess if you were running and then, like, all of a sudden you were, like, on stage with the lights, that yeah. would be striking. Yeah. And, like, to interrupt, like, this weird movements going on, being like, what the heck is going on around me? <laughs> but and then... they, they stop, and Troy and Chad start laughing, and Taylor and Gabrielle look at each other, and Gabrielle's like, yearbook opportunity, and Taylor's like, photo op, and grabs a camera out of her bag. How could these, how could this get worse? How could this scene get worse? <laughs> and Taylor just like crouches down and is like, smile, guys. And, and they like, don't takes, smile. They're like, they're, they're, they're like, Yort kind of does that thing where he like covers his chest up a little. They're, they have, they have nightmarish terror looks on their face. They're like, no, I'm a child. Why, why would that go in the yearbook? Who would want that? And it's like, if Chad and Troy worked this out with Gabriella and Taylor and, like, if Zeke and Jason knew kind of thing, like, that's awful on even more parts. It's re- it's a really awful instinct for Gabriella and Taylor, who claim to be, like, the the nice, thoughtful ones who, who like, don't, like, don't take the time to think, like, maybe I shouldn't take a picture of these half-naked children and put it in on display for everyone to see. Like, okay, obviously teenagers, teenagers in today's day and age would pull out their phone, take a picture, and or post a video. it on Instagram yeah. or Snapchat or whatever. But this is 
this is pre that era. Yeah. So their their instinct to take picture for posterity, right? Mm-hmm. Not like a temporary Snapchat that's gonna theoretically disappear, but like forever, this is going to be enshrined. This moment, they're like they they don't understand the the grandness of that gesture. Like, yeah. Also, like, what advisor is going to allow them to print that photo in the yearbook? It's so off tone for the High School Musical movies, which like have not had any of this type of mischief. Yeah, like we had Troy and Gabriella sneaking into the pool. Like, I I can't. Like high school movies, like aimed at this age bracket, like usually if there's comedic hijinks, it's like a food fight or uh, something yeah. that's not this malicious. Yeah, yeah. There's like a depth to this mo this scene that is just it doesn't sit right. And uh, so, um, behind the scene, when I was prepping some social media assets. I got to this scene and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> so. It's it's weird in 2008 for the writers to be like, you know what this movie needs? Like, this is the this is the big one. This is the one where we got the big budget and a lot lots of room for experimentation. And like, let's go all out with this one. It's like, let's have a scene where Troy and Chad pick on these two freshmen. Yeah. It just, it's not fun. Yeah. We we don't even need to say any more about it. We've we've said a, yeah. a lot of negative things. It's hard to say if that's if this is gonna like sour me on the movie because like not like I was like giving this movie the benefit of the doubt before. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll probably just for, I don't know if I'll forget it happened, but it's like it's so meaningless and like it's the also grand scheme of what the movie's for- trying to do. Yeah, it's also kind of weird for how they bring Yort back. Like, this is another instance of Yort being in the movie, and it's this weird kind of moment. Unless, again, unless there's major consequences for Troy and Chad and Gabrielle and Taylor, who would all get a detention at least for pulling this, if not yeah. suspension? Yeah. Who, who's not getting into the Stanford Honors Program now, Gabby. Yeah. It's just, it's not good. Anyway, should we do our segment? Sure. Cue the music. What do you got for me today, Condra? All right, Tyler. I found a weird Disney live action for you. Okay, so is is it a decom or is it a, like an it's old a, Walt Disney Pictures? It's a Walt Disney Pictures. Oh boy, what do we from, got? From from nineteen sixty four, based on the book with the same name. I have got for you Walt Disney presents a tiger walks. Oh, a tiger walks. All right, very interesting. Now. I happened to look up a movie, too, in preparation for this episode. Okay. I can give you some actors, too, if you want them. Okay. I I will take them in a moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I I also was, like, looking up a movie from this general era recently, and it's just, it's such a weird era, because it was, like, Disney, with the live-action stuff, they're not trying to do things that are, like, 
new or outside of the box per se. They're trying to Make hit the money. market of what people are already looking for. So they're doing a lot of Westerns. They're doing a lot of like child oriented, not, not musicals per se, but like adventure movies. And we mm-hmm. talked about the, the third man on the mountain recently, like, and the 10, the 10 who dared. Yeah. And so the other thing they're doing is they're also like curious about like, where can we bring these cameras and like, plop down and and shoot something sort of related to their documentaries. So the yeah. Tiger Walks makes me think they're doing something like in India, which is, you know, a big red flag for 1964, but why don't you <laughs> tell me the other information that you were planning on telling me now? Sure. So it stars Brian Keith, Vera Miles, Pamela Franklin, and Sabu, the actor... <sighs> I don't know if you're familiar with him. He had a stretch of movies throughout the 50s and 60s. He was an Indian actor who came to the United States and Okay. So um, I was I was getting somewhere. Yeah. When you said Sabu, I was I was worried when usually when you hear a single name like that, it's like an animal actor and I was and so I was worried that Sabu was going to be like a chimpanzee or a or a horse or not not a horse, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Um, because this is also the era when they were like, yeah, just like animals, like you just pitch a movie around the, the fact that uncle. there's an animal in it. Yeah. yeah. Like the monkey's uncle or the shaggy dog. Yeah. 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 But Sabu is a human. Sabu who is a human is from who India. is actually inducted on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. So the, t- a tiger walks or the tiger a- walks? A tiger walks. All right. And it's not related to Tiger Cruise. No. Which is the, the 9-11 one? Yeah, that was the 9-11 one. <laughs> and that, that was like one of the very first DCOM segments that we did on this show. Yeah, yeah, and we still remember it. Lore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a Tiger Walks. So, obviously, all these other presumably white actors get higher billing, but the the Sabu seems like he would be the main the the titular tiger because people from foreign quote unquote foreign and exotic lands are 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 animals they're connected to nature they're they're represented by the spirit animals in this very problematic way but if he if he is the the tiger or a tiger is he like some sort of soldier like is he uh and walks like is it a is it like a an injury movie? <laughs> Is it like un- unbroken or like he, <laughs> his legs break and he must learn to walk again? And it's doubly a challenge because he's also facing discrimination in the world. Like it seems like a movie about this this man's discrimination, but also it just like because of the time and place, like it just all, like isn't delivering the right message about it. Like, it's trying to do the right thing, but in the wrong way. I have no idea. Like, can you give me, like, more of a hint of, like, what genre the movie is? Um, Is it action-adventure? Is it drama? Is it... It is... I think it's... Advent... See, it doesn't feel like adventure. It says drama family for on IMDb. Okay, so... 
I think it's probably, I think it's based on the time and place, what I was saying earlier, it's probably like a quote unquote safari movie. And so you probably, probably have like a, a, a set of white people who goes to India and they befriend this like local tour guide uh, type guy who's played by Sabu. And, and he's probably a prominent man in his town, but maybe there's some sort of like other rival town that is like come, trying to push around this, this guy. And maybe there's, maybe there's a tiger in the, in the jungle nearby that, that symbolizes the town and they haven't seen the tiger for months. And usually it's a good luck sighting. Like obviously they keep it a, a respectful distance, but like the tiger represents the, the town's, prosperity and they haven't seen they haven't seen it for a while and so the it's sort of a white savior movie at at this point like the the white people come to the come to the village they get shown around for a little bit it's a bit of a bit of just like a get getting shown around the the area but it's not really an adventure because they're kind of just in the same spot and they help the town town regrow and they befriend the children and they help this man um restore the nature and um, strengthen the community bonds, and that's kind of it. Okay. I'm, I'm curious what the movie actually is, so I'm going to turn it over to you. All right. Well, um, this is not a travel movie. It is actually about a real tiger. Or not okay. like a real tiger, but there is a real tiger in the movie. Um, it is about a mistreated Bengal tiger who escapes from a traveling circus, and a... The, fa- the the town is obviously panicked, um, and they're like, oh, should we kill it? And then the, the young daughter of the sheriff does not want to kill the tiger. Instead, she wants to capture it and put it in a zoo. And she rallies the children of the community as well as the rest of the nation because this story breaks out about this tiger. And she starts a fund to save the tiger and put it in a zoo and she is up against a clock because the national guard has orders to shoot the tiger on site so she along with her father and an indian tiger trainer which is played by who is played by sabu um have to find it and rescue it um and i realized i misspoke earlier when i introduced sabu he started in as early as the 1930s and appeared in the Jungle Book in 1940, in the 1942 Jungle Book. So he's like, he was like an early Live actor. action Jungle yeah. Book? Like Live early action. version? Okay. Yeah. Like when he was a kid? Yeah. As well as a number of other Hello Elephant, Song of, Song of India. Is he, he mostly he, appearing in American movies or? Yeah, American and British movies. Yeah. Okay. He was also in World War II. He fought in World War II. Um, but yeah, so it's this weird, like, it's almost a Dumbo kind of movie. It's a, it's also like a weird, like a weird time for like environmentalism as a trend. Like, yeah, because it's not saving it's not the like animal is putting it in a zoo. Yeah. And also it's not like <laughs> abolish the circus because of the mistreatment of the circus. It's like, yeah. oh, let's rescue just the one animal that escaped. Yeah. So it's. It's a circus. So it's, so it should be called a tiger walks among us. Ah, 
or a tiger escapes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the snakes on a plane title. Like, just say what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or walks as in as in walks out like like walks off his job. Like he was yeah. working at the circus, then he walked. Yeah. <laughs> the tiger was on strike. Solidarity. <laughs> Solidarity. <laughs> so yeah, um, just kind of a weird one. Just the the um, the tagline on the poster. The poster is wild. It's one of those like drawn where there's people running and people are like clutching each other, and then there's just like this looming tiger face in the background. But it the tagline is a young girl's faith, a town's raw courage against a frightened tiger on the loose. Did you say a young girl's faith or face? Faith. T-A. Okay. I love those like old timey taglines that are just like a whole sentence. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's four lines. It takes up a good chunk of the poster. I feel um, like the more, like the more the tagline says, like the worse the movie is. Like absolutely. the more you have to like try to use buzzwords to try to get people excited. It's like a good movie just has like knows what its theme is. In space. No one can hear you scream. And and that's that's a lot of words, but I mean it's that's iconic. a good tagline. Yeah, it doesn't rate very well on things either. No surprise there. And um, presumably, and it's, it's not, not on, on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. And it's not on Disney Plus. Now, sometimes these old movies are on like YouTube. Yeah, I don't know the one. The one I looked up today was, and I'm oh, looking up a Tiger you're gonna Walks. Spoil it for me, so you don't. So I can't, we can't use it in the future? No, I'm not. But I'm looking okay. up at Tiger Walks, and it looks like it might be available on YouTube. Okay. So shout out to people for doing some of the archiving that Disney should be doing with their old films, but for some reason refuses to do to maintain a certain corporate image. Yeah. Well. Well, sounds fun enough. Yeah, so that was minute 36 of High School Musical 3 senior year and a tiger walks. Until next time, you can find us on social media. We're at Amateur Nerds on Instagram. And at Wildcat Minute on Tumblr. You can also send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what your favorite zoo circus animal is. And why it's none of them, because circuses shouldn't exist. <laughs> bear baiting? Are you are you a huge bear baiting fan? Let us no. know. So do you remember going to Clark's Trading Post as a kid where they had the bear show? No. Okay, so. I, like, like, if I do have a memory of it, it is like a fake memory that that you describing something says, yeah, I can picture it, but I, I can't. Like, there's nothing there. Yeah. I think that was one of the first times I was, like, really shaken by, like, oh, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, special <laughs> thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. Condor's eyes off of the distance, <laughs> remembering a deep, dark memory. Uh, special thanks to our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out what punishment gets doled out to our scrappy young seniors. You can bet on it. <laughs> <laughs>